Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm here <coughs> because I was told this was a work event. I've bought my drinks just in case. You brought drinks? Yeah, well, it makes well, a work you know event. I just realised, I kept reminding myself before we started, make sure you offer a Jake a drink when he comes round, and I absolutely haven't. No, it's because you saw me coming with my cans. <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah, for yeah, this, that's right. For yeah, this work event. Of vodka for this work event. Whiskey and tequila and... And as long as we do some work, I think we're covered. Well, I've got <coughs> notes, so I think yeah. we've got it covered. I've got mum preparing cheese in the kitchen. No work event is complete without cheese. Exactly. Uh, as you can see, we're in different digs today. We're, we're a travelling podcast. That's what we're about. We're exotic. We're all over the place. Also, before we start, I've got some really good positive news. I'm assuming he would have contacted you as well, but we've got the first member of the Yule Boys. Yeah, boy. I've Tony. not been contacted. Is he in? Mr. Tony, he texts me. We're in. Yeah, we're off. He's in. We've got our Jewish rabbi Santa. If you don't know what the Yule Boys are, you can go back and listen to our Christmas episode. Yeah, it's a banger. It dropped. It was actually really fun. Christmas 2021. Absolutely. So, look, when we were coming back, there was obviously really only one thing we could talk about. Undoubtedly, there's been yeah. one story that's pretty much dominated from, well, for the for as long as I can remember now, really. It's been going on a while. It's definitely been going on at least a couple of months. Oh, like God, yeah. Long before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas is old news. Yeah. <coughs> but, yeah, so obviously, as we know, Downing Street had... At least two parties now. Well, no, so this is, there's a, there's a, and they had Wine Time Fridays. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it should have been Margarita Fridays. They missed out, really. It, I mean, I think someone did say they thought the thing that would tip this over the edge in terms of putting us off of the current government is if they have a little, <clears throat> one of those little signs hanging in down the street that just says Prosecco time. <laughs> it'll be like, that's too far. <laughs> Yeah. It's wine o'clock somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, one of them. I mean, the thing is, though, they found traces of cocaine within 10 metres of Boris's office. <laughs> yeah, in like 11 out of the 12 toilets tested at yeah, Westminster. Yeah. yeah, the guy's like, they're at it. They're at it. They're on it, mate. They're hardcore. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> maybe maybe we're being a bit unfair. I think to do probably the long hours some of the underlings would have to do and things like that. I can understand. Listen, I'm not they against someone. I'm not against like a, um, an intern or a, a new up-and-coming one. Where do you draw the doing line? A little li- well, that's where I draw the line, in the <laughs> toilets. <laughs> no, but like, so how high are we allowed to go and then still sniffing coke? Um, so, like, if Boris, if we found out the guy's doing lines daily, how mate, would Mate, there's no way that? you look at that guy and think, if he's never anything, taken drugs in his life. Anything, he's on everything. If anything, I think he would improve his stock at the moment. I think the working class would be like, yeah, go on, mate, you know doing a I bit think, of gear. <clears throat> I did see a thing, <coughs> a joke, but I did think, if Rishi Sunak had made that joke, he'd fucking be Prime Minister right now. Because <laughs> someone was sort of saying, oh, I feel really sorry for Rishi Sunak, because I used to live next door to neighbours who were partying all the time, and it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, for the context, that joke for people that don't know, the Chancellor of the Exchequer lives at number next 11 door. next yeah, door to weird, Prime Minister. It? I wonder what it's like in there. Is it like a little cupboard? Is it a quite drugs a drugs den, I imagine. <laughs> It's where he stores it all. It's, it's, it's fridges. Number 11 you, is just all oh, fridges. No, no, no. No, say it. I was like, you notice he puts a, a man of colour in the house with the drugs because they're going to think immigrant, drug smuggling, all it's that It's an sort easy get-out. Yeah, yeah, It just occurred to me. That's how Boris thinks. He's not, he's not all dumb. You know, he's got no. something there. Um, so, so, like, how do you feel about the situation? For me, I think it's it's um, odd because I, I can't believe that this... I mean... I don't necessarily that this. I think this will be his undoing, but this is certainly the toughest he's had to ride it out. I mean, he's currently yeah. 
not even making any public appearances. No, and they're actually talking about who might replace him now as and well. And I think, I can't believe that this is it. I mean, Are all of the shit that he's done in his yeah, tenure, and this is the thing that takes him out. It's yeah. like, that's absolutely mental. Yeah. Do you How know do what? you feel? Um, I think what surprises me is, pe- is people being surprised by it. Well, of course they're doing whatever they want. Yeah. Like, what about the Conservative <coughs> government and Boris's government in particular makes you think they're following the rules. Yeah, they're on guys, the up and up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? These guys are in it. We're all in it together. So like when it came out, I was more surprised at the... Like, I understand the anger. I can understand why people are angry. Um, and I think what it was that got people was the laughing in that video that leaked of them the prepping. Stratton. Yeah. And how is Allegra Stratton the only one that's been <laughs> resigned? <laughs> to be honest, all of them need to resign, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that video real as well uh, that went around online? Is it, is it actually Boris in the video? He's got a lightsaber and he's dancing and grinding. Oh, on the, the, the woman and the DJ downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but honestly... Because it looks real, I but know it's blurry are, enough that... The reports are that they did have a DJ downstairs in the basement of Downing Street. My favourite part of the story, and I'm sure you must have it in your notes, is that they sent one of the guys with a suitcase down to the co-op to stock up on booze. <laughs> <coughs> the funniest thing about that, or not the funniest thing, but the odd thing, no, oh, did he go down to Waitrose? He might have gone down to the... No, I think it was the... But there's a Tesco's closer... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm, like, I'm not, is, going, I'm not going there. Or he's but gone the in co-op's not posh, is it? No, or maybe he's gone in and he's thought, this is not enough booze for our lot. Right. We need a more stocked fridge. <laughs> and he needs to go down to the, yeah, I think I'm, it was at the Strand they went. I think for me, like, I I, I wasn't even particularly angry when I heard it because I was... Well, Just yeah, the latest in the Of course line, of what yeah. they're doing. That's what they're Obviously. doing. Like, they're probably doing it every night. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and yeah, like, one time Fridays just have a name. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, for it to have a name, that tells you how often it's going on. And they've admitted to two, haven't they? Like, the two parties. But they haven't... Um... Yeah, they have admitted to two parties. Yeah. At least. And he came out and apologised. And then Liz Truss sort of came out and went, look, he's apologised, let's move on. And it's like, no, you don't get to just say you broke the law. No. But the thing is, do you actually think the police are going to... No, well, did you see there's a clip going around of Sheila Fogarty from LBC yeah, yeah, yeah. going through what the police have said because there's a there's <coughs> not a, touch group, it, man. a group have officially launched a, a legal suit against the police for not investigating it yeah and this is what the police said and I've got I've got this in my <coughs> so I literally prepared like and, you know two notes as I told you beforehand so this is one of the things that I absolutely love I've lost track of everything mate the, to be honest I imagine that through you <laughs> for people who aren't watching on camera I've just Chaos. legit ruined my microphone stand. The new, the and new it just stu- collapsed. So I'm now just sat here holding the new the studio. Microphone is not serving stand. as well. <laughs> no. I'll have to figure something else out. We'll get round. But it. you know, we're fine. But um, the police said they won't investigate it because, and these are the three, and I'm not doing these in any particular order. These are the things they said, and it makes you laugh out loud, honestly. They said they won't investigate it because um, they've been assured by number ten that no rules were broken. <laughs> Also, and this is this is even better if anything. Yeah, they won't invest. They won't investigate it. There's no. They're not going to um, interview people that were there or allegedly there because no one will say anything that will incriminate themselves. No. And so basically, it's unrealistic to expect the people that work under Boris to and of bob course, him in. And of course, we add into that from the last scandal when the police said um, they they won't investigate it because it happened in the past. Yeah. All of that means basically what can happen is imagine if I went to the police station and yeah. kind of went right. Do you see that body over there? that um, everyone thinks I killed and um, people saw me killing him 
they yeah. went, yeah. And I went, yeah, okay, it was me. I did kill him. And they went, oh, well, that's okay, but we're not going to investigate it. And you go, well, you're not going to investigate. I've just admitted to breaking the law. Yeah. And they go, well, no, because if we if we interview you from here on, you know, you're probably going to deny everything, aren't you? I'll be like, well, yeah, I might. And they go, well, then there's no point, is there? And and also... No, but also the other thing is people Did you break the law? And I say, no, I didn't. It's like a resignable offence, but there's actually nothing in the ministerial code that says anything about if a minister breaks the law, whether they're expected to resign or not. No, but if equally, like, imagine if imagine if the police, next time the police stop you, all you have to say is, oh, I didn't break the law, officer. <laughs> and they just go, oh, right, yeah, no, we, we won't investigate. No, the thing it. is, though, we know that's not how it works for everyone else. No, but it's just, um, it seems an absolute... No, and I think, the, f- the thing is, I think to people like me and you, that's a bigger thing, because it's showing that there is genuinely a divide of, like, those who have can do whatever they like and behave however they like, and people like us can't. But in reality, can we change that? No. So we just, as a society, go, oh, yeah, that was... That's the thing. I I don't know if... I think we probably can change it, but it needs such a collective coming together. And I think a lot of people, we're duped into this class thing. We genuinely believe... I'm not saying you or I or our listeners. Yeah. But as a nation, we genuinely believe we've been convinced that those who have, you know, go to the posher schools and they have the money, they're smarter. And they're they're yeah. they're worthy of those positions, and that's utter bollocks. And you yeah. and I both know that. Absolutely. And and our listeners, I think, probably the fact that they listen to us know that too. No, I think that's right. Um, one of the things I'm concerned about: the more these scandals happen, are people using it as an excuse to not follow the rules. Yeah. Um, because it's very easy in these moments to for it to be invalidated and like, why the fuck should I be? Yep. You know, following the rules. We must back and remember and that our, our our lockdowns, our rule following, did save lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Definitely agree with you. Um, so for me, I can't say anything that would console someone who wasn't allowed to be with their loved one as they were dying. No. Say goodbye. There's nothing you can say for that. Rippers. Um, yeah. We know you can, we know you can I, say I, that. I could say rippers. I was trying to go for a more solemn moment. You've got a more sombre um, approach. Yeah. More yeah, humble. Yeah. 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 No. Um, especially I'd like to bring the tone down and remind everything's us. Everything's falling apart around me. Remind us what we are here at Crossing Swords. <laughs> um, but yeah, just I think in general, I don't think any of it has been for a waste. Um, no, because ultimately, I agree. this could lead to Boris having to resign or for him to be held accountable. And I hope he he is held accountable. Um, but, you know, I think people still have to stick to the rules and follow the guidelines. I think the thing that worries me, and I mean, I, I said it to you anyway, I don't think he'll resign. I think he just keeps finding new ways the to, to only show... The way that happens is if his polls drop to us, because... They're I'll, low. I've been listening to stuff, they are They're low. low. But he has no real allies in his own Although party. The, polls the only not... reason he became leader is because he wins elections. Okay. So this is what I wanted to say yeah. as well. This is my other note. After the PMQs where he went in and apologised yeah. and, and said, you know, I'm terribly sorry, um, I didn't think, I thought it was a work event and all that business died, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? He went into the tea room afterwards. Mm. Now that is very, very rare for Boris to have done. He's, yeah, I don't, yeah. I think he's maybe done it like it's once or twice in his whole tenure. And what he, and the only reason he goes in there is if he's got a bill that's coming up that he doesn't think he's got, is, he's got to get support people. for. And at the yeah. moment it's not, it's a bit loose. And he actually went in there and apparently... So it's not only that he's in there is quite incriminating, uh, damning, not yeah. incriminating, but also apparently while he was in there, he was telling the MPs, and oh, this is alleged, I can't mm. say for sure. Uh, maybe I can. Police aren't going to investigate this, are they? If they ask us if we did any slander or libel, we'll just say no, and they will have to ignore us. 
I don't endorse anything Jake's saying. It's it's just him. It's not, it doesn't represent Crossing Swords as a whole. I don't want to get sued. And um, yeah, continue. Um, but apparently he was telling the MPs that he's he didn't do anything wrong. He's just taking the blame for others. Like he's, right. he's the key hero. Like I'm, I'm taking the pictures flat. of him sat there. I'm taking the flat for everyone because you know I'm the good guy. I'm saving yeah, these yeah. guys. And that was apparently his message yeah. in the tea room. Let me ask you this. How do you feel Labour and Keir Starmer have handled the scenario? Do you reckon they've capitalised on it well? No, they have to be. I, I actually sent a message to Keir Starmer when this broke. Not okay. personally, like I'm not on a direct line. Yeah, with him. Yeah, I yeah. sent messages to I like his, Keir, his... I play football with him. You, you know, know, his M- MP, obviously they're all open. We, we for go the for drinks. And, um, I mean, you are insanely <coughs> rich with a huge house. That makes sense. Yeah, I have access. Yeah, I have yeah, access, absolutely. like me and the Chinese. I mean, spy. those are the requirements. Big house, lots of money. You know, me, me, Chinese spies, and and Keir Starmer. We yeah, all kind of get yeah, together yeah, once absolutely. a month. Absolutely. Um, and the BBC to cover stuff up. Yeah, and the BBC are there so that if anything does happen, they can not report it. Yeah, They're very yeah, good. Like absolutely. That. But um, no, I actually sent him a message and said, "You need to be ruthless." Boris won. Yeah. By not actually doing anything, not actually. By just talking shit and cutting down Labour by yeah. attacking at the time, attacking Jeremy Corbyn, and obviously he had the back end of the big papers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that's what he did. He was ruthless, and it, that's what sways people. Mm. I said, "You need to do the same." Have said, you watched you any to... of the PMQs? <coughs> no, but this is it. We've said this before. He's him, and I thought Ed Miliband mm. did quite well when he took over. Oh and, mate, um, he destroyed him. Angela Rayner does quite well when I, she's. I, I want to talk about well. her in a minute as well. But I do think he's he comes. Generally, Keir Starmer comes alive at PMQs, and yeah. then from Wednesday to Wednesday, or from Thursday to you Tuesday, just don't think he's doing enough. Just not, not relevant. Just, just you think I just like think he needs get to in front of the camera at, more on I every said, radio station. I emailed him and I said, "You and the shadow cabinet need to you be shouldn't everywhere. Have a, you need an to be hour on, off of work. You, you should, should just be, be between you and the shadow cabinet. You should be on every TV show, yeah. every radio just station, everywhere, 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 everywhere. And you shouldn't yeah. be doing polite and being like, "Oh, I think you know we should follow attack him." Yeah, go personal because yeah, he yeah. did the same to you. And I Ask know you how many kids he has. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know you want to hold yourself up as being like we're about. No, go down to his level and fight him no, on that level because the country needs that. It doesn't mean afterwards when you win because you've you, done it well that you can't you do think things about Labour's response. I think, like <coughs> particularly Angela Rayner, I watched her PMQs. She destroyed Boris. He tried to run away. She asked him, he tried to run, and so Lindsay Hall's like, no, 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 you've got to stand and listen to this, Mr. Prime Minister. You don't have to answer it, because we've done the questions, but you've got to stand and listen to it. And then she's asking him, are you okay, hun? It's like, oh, mate, she's No, I, I, I absolutely love like, Angela If Sir Starmer <coughs> wasn't leader of the Labour Party... You'd want her. I'd want her, yeah. And I think she'd probably be more electable, um, because she's got everything. She's come up from nothing. She's common as much. She's got an accent, you know. She's got the appeal. Yeah, I tell you who I'd have. I tell you who I'd like to promote. I'd like to. I'd like to have her up top, mm. and I'd like to have promoted into the shadow cabinet. I'd like to have Jess Phillips and Dawn Butler. Okay, yeah. Because both of them will call out. They won't do that. They won't do. Oh, if there's bullshit, a, there's bullshit. There's bullshit. They, they won't do the Keir thing and yeah. kind of be polite about it. If yeah. there's bullshit, they'll call it bullshit, yeah. And yeah. I kind of got huge, you know, obviously Dawn Butler called him yeah. a liar and then got kicked out of... And I think... Like, prove her wrong. I think you're right to counteract the bullshit machine that is the Conservatives and the, the general media at the moment. You can only combat it by being brutally honest. And I think the papers have started to turn on Boris and that's quite a telling sign. Although yeah. there was one, I think it was the Express, and it was genuinely shocking. They went with the headline, um, winning on Brexit... Mm. winning the war on COVID 
And it's like, okay, well, those are both wrong. <laughs> and they were like, don't blow it now, Prime Minister. That was the headline. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. don't blow it now. Like 150,000 people have died, man. How is that winning the war on COVID? <laughs> we're still going through the same cycle of lockdowns and restrictions and yeah. opening up and going back in and opening up and going back in. How the fuck are we winning the war on that? And Brexit is a shit show. Like, everything is measurably worse since Brexit. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really, really shocking headline. No, I completely agree. Um, one of the conversations I enjoy having with people at the moment is asking the question, because Boris defeated Corbyn so soundly and we rejected him en masse that he wasn't good enough and we've agreed since that he wasn't good enough. Not as a leader. But I like asking the question, do you think he'd have done worse than Boris? Like, would we be better off now as a nation oh, having had been under Corbyn? Exactly. Undoubtedly. Yeah. You know, and that, that's... What's the general consensus when you ask people? It's... They go, oh, no, because he was just rubbish. Really? Yeah. They just think he would have cracked under the pressure, had no support, and would have fallen apart. Um, but I just find it interesting to ask people. I think the complete opposite. I think we'd been much better off under Corbyn. I think we'd have gone into lockdowns earlier. I think even if you look at it negatively. Um, I think I we'd have just, in general, had more trust in our government. Yeah, I think we, can't have, done, we can't have done worse. Yeah. Because the trust is completely obliterated. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, so just say, like, the magical day happens. And the thing is, we say it's a magical day... Because, like, if Boris does resign, which we still think is unlikely, but if he did, no, so yes, would this you? Is, so this is what I wanted to. This is what I wanted to say, or I was starting to say earlier, and sort of tangent it off. I think first of all, Boris keeps finding ways to show just how low the standards of English politics are. Yeah, because every single time he manages to get away with something, you're like, is it Jesus English politics how? or is it? <clears throat> well, do you remember the? Do you remember is it just hit the way he does things? Well, do you remember last year? I mean, the reason I say this is, do you remember last year, or 2020, in fact, mm. when the Scottish minister had to resign because during lockdown she took she, her and her family in her bubble... Yeah, they broke went the to rules, didn't they, to their holiday well, home. You say, yeah, yeah. yeah, we say broke the rules, and, like, to the letter of the law, I guess they did. But in yeah. terms of if you had a bit of common sense, what you did they do? They travelled together in their bubble mm. to another empty property that they owned. Yeah. They didn't interact with anyone. They didn't... But the know. rules at the time were you didn't leave your and area, she stepped down it? because of it. Yeah, yeah. Boris is piss, having piss-ups throwing parties. I did like the one a lot of people have been saying. But the you thing know, is, you couldn't organise a piss-up in a brewery. Is, Apparently that's, that's clever not true. at the moment, having listened to some guys sort of dissect the situation, is his wording is very much that although he's apologised, he's not admitted he's not admitting. to no, knowing he's not really, anything. He's not really apologising. No, he's not. Um, but because of that, he can't be done on the ministerial code. He's saying, I'm sorry, you feel... So unless any the, documentation comes out, which is unlikely it will, that proves that point blank, he knew... It's the ministerial equivalent of saying, it. I'm sorry you feel that way, and it's a huge yeah. kick in the teeth. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I feel your anger and your hatred, yeah, but I was just completely I'm, unaware. No, I'm sorry. I just walked out into the garden, which since COVID has been part of yeah, our saying, office... I'm sorry I did that. It's saying, I'm sorry you got upset by that. Yeah, um, I'm sorry that hurt you. But the, the really worrying thing for me. I wonder <laughs> if he says that like, to his missus after he smacks her. Oh, I'm sorry that hurt around. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's got another love child on the way, I'm sorry if that hurt yeah, you. I'm, I'm sorry you're upset by. And like that when he's telling me. those mothers of those children that he's not going to send them any child support, I'm sorry if that hurts you. I imagine as well he was very much after each incident. He's like, I'm sorry if they hurt you, and they've like barely felt it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Didn't even know you were Did there, it? mate. But the only uh, proof was the fact I'm pregnant. Could be anyone, though. Till it comes out talking shit with roughly blonde hair. Then we know. <clears throat> but no, the thing that really worries me is he steps down. Yeah. Every single person in that cabinet is just as bad. What about no, maybe Rishi? not just as bad. Yeah, 
I think the thing we don't know enough about Rishi. I'll tell you the Phil. thing that and I said it before. The thing that turned me. We've given him our seal of approval before. Yeah, but the thing that turned me was when he came out and defended Cummins. Yeah, but you just can't do that. Just not towing the party line. Yeah, no, I don't. It was towing the party line, but I don't care. You've got to take more of a stand on that. And I think the That's thing, fair. the thing that came up, and we realise now, when it's like, well, what does he have on Boris, and what does he have on all of them? Oh, this. While he was off driving around, well, they were having parties. I think it's because there's not a lot known about him. He's very—he would very much be a clean slate. There's nothing really attached to him, is there? You don't see him as far right. You don't really know if he's a centrist. He's definitely positioning himself um, as. I think he's doing it more now. That because I mean, the fact that he went to Cornwall being the next PM. That he went to Cornwall while this was all blowing up, and yeah. then when all of the all of the uh, ministers were tweeting saying. We backed the Prime Minister, we backed yeah. the Prime Minister, and he didn't say anything for, like, the whole day. And then he came out, and he didn't really say, I backed the Prime Minister, yeah. but he sort of did and sort of didn't. It's like you're just yeah, lining yeah. yourself up so that you're oh, not... No, absolutely, but I can't blame him for that, to be honest. No, and I think the other one who really wants the job, who's really is, making is the it last Liz money, Truss. Liz Truss. I don't really know a lot about her either. I know people don't like her. She spent a long time campaigning, like most of them did, she spent a long time campaigning against Brexit. Oh, uh, what, and then suddenly supported it as soon yes, as it went through? Yes, and now is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a Brexiteer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You've got to love those sort of politicians. Yeah, there's like clips. Do you know when it's so blatant that it feels like a slap across the face, but yeah. they just smile through it? They're just yeah. like, I've come back on everything I believe in for my career. <laughs> the thing, that's the thing about this, this party at I'm going to die sad and all, alone. All the senior ones and all of the all of the cabinet and all that, they always, it's sort of like they go... They say Savage Avid, didn't he resign over... F, like, he disagreed with something the government did, so he resigned previously and then got reappointed. I thought he just got, I thought he just got moved in a reshuffle. No, like he left. He was like... Did he leave? He was... Oh, was he Chancellor of the he Exchequer? Was Chancellor. Yeah, he was Chancellor. And he resigned because of something Boris did at the time or a decision that was being made. He was like, oh, I don't agree with it. Resigned. I know so he like, resigned. He might have the, some um, standards. Yeah, no, anyway, it's... Um, it's but, like, do you, the only person I genuinely would feel... Oh, you're right, he only, he only stepped in as health minister when Matt Hancock got resigned, didn't he? Yeah, and I just... I think the only person I'd really be afraid of being in Rob. charge... No, no, not even... Oh, he's even Rob, he's no, he's not even in the... Come on, mate. He got demoted. Everyone knows how he's yeah. felt of. He's only in the cabinet because he has to be. Um, uh, is pretty Patel. Pretty Patel, That yeah. woman scares me. Yeah. How someone can come from a... <coughs> An immigrant family and hate immigrant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, I'd love to know what her parents think. I mean, the current policing bill that's on its way through is going through Lords soon as we speak. I want to get rid of protesting. Yeah, and do you know it extends further than that? So it's also about um, it clamps down on trespassing. Okay. Basically, it means that they'll have basically takes away the rights. The current they don't have many rights, but travellers. Yeah do have some small rights yeah, and they, they work around them uh, obviously yeah. not all of them yeah, was removed, but, but most of them do and this removes this completely and it allows yeah. the government to take their homes and that's the thing they're not just taking a, a so caravan or car. this the is tra- their home yeah it's insane people don't like travellers though and I think that, no, do you know what? That is probably quite a clever way to slip the protesting part through, isn't it? People don't like travellers in this country, so if they put something out that's targeting them, they can slip the and it's just, other it's bit just, through. It's just horrendous. No, absolutely. It I couldn't really agree is. more. And, and couldn't agree more. You know, Although I don't like travellers. You know, we have a tradition <coughs> of marking off the type of... We do, we do travellers. Like, look, I'm going to say what I say about most people. There are probably lovely travellers out there. I have no doubt. But all the ones I've met... I have to hands. say, and I'll say this, my... When I was in, well, I still am, but when I was in sort of more industrial retail, yeah, 
all of my experiences with travellers were negative. Yeah. They were If all you work in retail, negative. you have no positive opinions of travellers. But since then, I have had some interactions with some very nice ones who I also condemn those ones and Absolutely. are like, they don't they represent ruin the us reputation. And they don't, yeah. It's probably a small minority. It's probably the it same is. ones that are it going is. around causing yeah. trouble. I can 100% believe that. But it's like scousers. I've only ever met bad ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like women. You've only ever met ones you don't, you don't respect. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Apart from the lady I plan to marry. And I mean, we're literally about to slag off Pretty Patel. We're mid slagging off Pretty Patel. Yeah, but that's not she's because not she's a woman. A woman. She's not even a human. Like, uh, uh, like, for me, it's like the moment in 21 Jump Street where he punches the gay black guy in the face for being an arsehole. And the guy's like, turn off your gay ass music. And he's like, you punched me because I'm gay. And he's like, no, I punched you. And then you happen to be gay. Yeah, we're and slagging like, off. If anything, it would have been homophobic if I <coughs> didn't punch you. <laughs> yeah, it'd be sexist not to attack her. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think... No, but yeah, straight up, she's, she's horrible. She's a horrible person. And I think I'm all right because I've, I've earlier, I've wanted to promote three women inside the Labour Party, so I'm kind of I'm covered. So, and I'm saying I want Angela Rayner as my Prime Minister, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all behind we're women. We're balancing it out. No, but pretty Patel. <laughs> women, we like you. Women, <laughs> women. I'm behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's our slogan. Should that be the new Why are you slogan? running? Women. <laughs> we're behind you. <laughs> Why are you getting your keys out? <laughs> Why, Why have you got a whistle? <laughs> Come on, love. I crossed the road to be behind you. I'm metaphorically showing you my support. I feel so awkward late at night if I'm walking. Like Sometimes you'll get one of those random nights you get off a bus and the woman who gets off before you takes all the same turns you do. So yeah. it just looks like you're following her. I deliberately try and stay on the other side of the road. And try yeah, but even when you do that, you just no, look still like you're following no, still her from the dodgy, other side yeah. of the road. You just feel like a stalker. Yeah. And, like, and I'm a big guy as well, so I must look in the dark quite intimidating. And I'm not I, can t- I can testify. Yeah. You do. Oh, shit. You do. And it's not just because I've got a big, massive cock and I have it out all the time. It doesn't help. It doesn't, it doesn't help. help the image. No. And all and all of that uh, eye contact gets awkward. And the breathing. Heavy breathing. Really heavy breathing. <sighs> Alex knows about that. <laughs> By the way, I can't believe he wanted an apology. Scum. I know. And then this week, he actually... Uh, That's just something a, we have to do every a, episode. We just have to tell Alex he's a horrible human being. <laughs> there was a problem with his, with his trains. The moment he leaves <coughs> working for Southern, he could go work for Southwest, whoever, Northern. He's fine. Southern scum. Sorry. It's just, it is what it is. He can't condone that behaviour. No, do you know who probably could? We'd feel that way about anyone working in insurance. Do you I know what I mean? Su- I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if Southern was being run by Boris in some moonlight job. No, they're run by an insurance company. We're going to get you to pay for the service and then not provide it. Fucking amen. Yeah. That's some truth. Um, that's what I'm here for. You drop wisdom. I do drop wisdom. Um, so yeah, we've talked about Rishi soon. Right. So the odds for the uh, for the next prime minister, if Boris yep. did resign, Rishi is at two to one. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, Liz Truss is three to one. Okay. Michael Gove is eight to one alongside Jeremy Hunt, and Savage Javid is fourteen to one. Do you know what I remember though? When they were having the leadership contest. Yeah. When Boris first took Gove over. Gove was quite close, wasn't he? Well, I seem to remember watching it. And it was only because, and I just want to make this clear, it was only because he was in comparison with Boris Johnson and he was having a direct debate with him. But I was very much siding with Jeremy Hunt. 
And yes, it was only I remember because, me it was only and you texting he was each other, Forrest, and because it? he was honest. Yeah, and it was the biggest difference. We, I remember us both sitting there. We were, I, I think I started off sat watching it, and I was like, "Mate, I like this Jeremy <laughs> Hunt guy." And you were like, "What do you mean?" I said, "I'm watching the thing," and then you turned <laughs> it on. And I think that I think the one thing that sticks out, I think he said, was he said they had asked about Brexit, and he said, "Look." He said, it's an incredibly difficult position to be in. He said, it's not going to be an easy thing to get done. He said, we are going to have to make some sacrifices to achieve it. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, I will make sure that we are, that we get the fundamental things that we need to get to continue mm. to grow as a nation. There's some shit like Whereas that. Whereas if you're Boris, you just, Boris just went, No, law. we've got an oven ready or deal. Reneged. And it's, you know, he came out of his oven ready deal. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you know. They're we, still not ready. Brussels are ready to break or whatever he said. <laughs> and it was like, I sort of. That's what drew me to Jeremy Hunt because compared to the direct bullshit, he felt far more grounded. He was much more. It's like I trust him because he's telling me the truth. Now he may go on to lie and he may go on to not do that and blah blah blah. But right now, I trust the bloke who's being honest with me. What do you think it is about Boris that has allowed him to convince everyone that he's a genuine pair of hands that got him so popular? Do you think it was just his opposition was that bad and that he was the only other option? I think. And I'm I'm I've been read I've recently read a book on randomness mm. and the effect it plays in our lives yeah. and the, the chances that you know statistically by chance eventually things will happen and if you keep doing things over and over again they the will. more likely it will happen. Yeah, I think it's a bit of that. I think it's a bit everything just lined up at the right time. Yeah, I it think was a he, multiple. <coughs> he never meant you know he went you know he probably just he has this ego and he needs to be seen so he went on TV mm. no intention of of. F- furthering his career as such just Did wanting you not to be think liked from like pre because i'm pretty sure as soon as he was uh mayor of london at the very latest he he was always angling to be leader yes, of the conservatives absolutely but i'm going i'm going back to like the 2000 the 99 2000 do you think pre-mayor of london i think he he he, he had this ego and he's like people you know i need to be liked i need to be seen mm. so he went and did like have i got news for you yeah and the feedback was good and the feedback's positive. And yeah. I think he suddenly, by luck, was like, well, do you know what? I can probably use that to catapult myself. Yeah. So then he gets himself into Parliament and then he gets himself, you know, and then again, like the appearances keep racking up, his columns keep racking yeah. up. And he's like, hang on, by pure chance. And then he's just got this I think he's just, popular, and, large And then he's like, I can use this platform now to launch a mayoral bid. Yeah. And he thinks, and I think he's probably then got that in the back of his mind of if this is successful, I've got a shot. I can jump shoot on. Yeah. And I think that's what he did. And I think he just, he sort of found just by chance, I think that if he just bumbles and bullshits and then denies that he's ever said mm. something that people are saying he said, I think Which he probably he does did it constantly. By, I think he did it by chance the first few times yeah. and then realised there's no consequences for this. Like this shit works. And so he just kept repeating the formula. That's what I, I, I maybe I, I think he's far more intelligent than he lets on. I don't know at what point his career it was. I know it's definitely when he stole Cummings from Gove. I think that was when the gears really kicked in and he was like, let's create this machine of bullshit and, you know, spin. He got his version of Alistair Campbell for, for himself. Yeah. Um, and I think it's definitely from that point. I think I've definitely from when he was mayor of London. I think from that point it was unquestionable he was always going to try and be prime minister. But then I remember when Theresa May became prime minister, he was like right alongside her, and then just suddenly because and, and I I think I know why 
<coughs> well, it was because he knew whoever went first lose, lose on situation. Brexit Ab- was fucked. Yeah. And if he'd have Absolutely. done it, there's no way he survives it. Absolutely. No one's um, political career is going to survive So, yeah, they sacrificed the anyway. Theresa and then I'll swoop in at the end. And, and I'll save it. Yeah. And save it. Yeah, yeah. knowing full well that he was going to go in and get no deal, but just by getting something. <coughs> right. I've got some stats. Uh, now, admittedly, I just went on YouGov. I didn't, like, peruse around. Uh, what do you reckon the current approval rating is on the government as a whole? Probably higher than I think. So I would hope it's somewhere around 20%, but it's probably around about 30%, isn't it? No, you're nearly bang on. It's 23% is approval it? of the government currently, 57% bad, and then obviously the in-between is yeah, not unsure. Knowing. I should say as well that we I can't give you the exact number. There is a margin of error on these kind of... Oh, st- yeah, of course. Polls. Absolutely. Um, but it's, I just wanted to have a general just idea a, of how people felt a starting at the moment. Point, I think, yeah. uh, with Boris himself, where do you reckon it is? I think that's probably higher than the government as a whole. I think that probably is around the 30% mark. Again, you're wrong. It's 23% again. Is it? Yeah. And 71% think he's doing a bad job. So more people think he's doing a bad job than think the government are doing a bad job. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I think people think if you had an actually intelligent person who took control of the situation, because he doesn't. We, we've had reports, and I believe he them from Cummings. He, he just chooses not to go to meetings. He basically hands he a sector to someone to resolve itself. and says, you deal with everything, and I'll come in if shit yeah. really gets bad. Yeah. And that's why everything does get really bad, because it requires again, more attention I think than this he gives is, it. This is what I want to go, just before you carry on with the stats, this is what yeah. I want to go back to the whole thing of him repeating the formula, finding a formula by luck and then repeating it, is that worked for him? And generally, as we know, situations do resolve themselves. They do kind of go away. In the 24-hour news cycle in particular, they do kind of peter out and stuff does just sort of resolve itself for the better or for the worse. And I think what's happened is because the combination of Brexit and COVID hitting at the same time, things are not going away in the same way. Certainly in the pandemic, things are not going away in the same way they were. didn't have COVID... None of this would be happening. And so I think whatsoever. he's being he's being found out. Yeah. Because his formula is not working. I think the other but he doesn't know another way to do it. Is obviously the people he's had to appoint in his cabinet are the people that got him to be the leader of the yeah. Conservatives. So that's the only reason they're there, not because they are the most qualified for their position. And I think no, that's one, the other side of it. They're not thing equipped I've for the job. Hated about <clears throat> the current setup of British politics, regardless of who's in Labour or or the Conservatives, is that <clears throat> I hate the idea that we're just appointing people to look after these whole sectors and industries yeah, just who have person. no qualification. No. And it's like... Quite often have never worked in the field they've been appointed And I think in. the fact that, you know, someone like someone like Sajid Javid, who was Chancellor, mm. who it's sort of like, okay, so he's got a money background, and he did he does have a money background. Yeah. <coughs> he's a banker and he's an advisor. To bank. Right, I don't necessarily you think that gives him qualifications that. but you know from the point he's of this argument you can say that he's got an, he's got enough understanding or a yeah. connection or a background to work yeah, yeah. it but then he gets shifted to health minister well, he's got no history never worked with the nhs no idea i think yeah. there's got to be Actual more experts. qualification <laughs> for someone who's going to run the whole sector right? and yeah. i do believe that's well, a huge flaw in the whole current setup well of the thing politics. is there's no actual real educational requirements to become an mp at all no. you just need to be popular enough to get no. elected yeah. so if you're then a popular politician who got yourself elected with no qualifications your only qualification is you were born in the right family or yeah. you know got the right backers um or met the sudden, right doctor. you can suddenly be elevated to a position where you're making governmental decisions and so you're not going to get where you're deciding the education system for the whole future generations (laughs) yeah you can affect millions of people based on nothing more than you were born in the right family and you met the right advisor at the right time in the right area or wherever yeah yeah it's mad 
I, it's something I've always had a huge problem with. Anyway, sorry, back to the um, stats. One of the, the next stat was, are Labour ready? What do you reckon the percentage think are ready? I think that's probably quite low. I think that's probably 30 or 40%. I would say 35, I'll split the difference. It's 24%, only 24% of people yeah, that's... think they're ready. 56% believes they're not. Yeah. So it says a lot, doesn't so it? So basically Clearly the same, aren't doing the same people who job. said the government was bad and Boris is bad have then yeah. said... But Labour are no good, and I th- I think and that's sort of been the story of this part, this Tory party. Hasn't yeah, it? it's sort of been the, the story is, of this government. Obviously, I think the Labour Party's had to go for a huge shift post Corbyn. It was very left leaning. They've had to go more centrist. Yeah, um, and I completely understand that. And it's probably th- it's what you need to do. You have a bit of far left, and you know, come to the centre to not scare everyone. Um, but I think they have to create as we're sort of saying, their own sort of propaganda machine and just be on everything, every single one of them. It's just, on they're, everything just, they're just constantly. not brutal enough. If you turn on the telly, they need to be there. If you turn on the radio, you need to be here. I think they are ready. I think they're capable, but they're just yeah. not attacking enough. They're just not... Basically, they don't highlight Zakir themselves needs enough. needs to be more cutthroat. Yeah, ab- yeah. 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 So, another thing I wanted to talk about, I don't know how much knowledge you had on it. I didn't until last night, until I saw it. Well, I can the, claim to be an expert. Our Green Party in this country seems a bit pants in comparison. If you look at Germany, for example, yeah, um, through their system, they've now got a twenty. The Greens have got a twenty-five percent representation in German government. But I think um, that's down to <coughs> the German media, and I don't know too much about this, obviously. Mm. But I think, and I think there's there's a, they're not as. Um, right wing in terms of the climate stuff so whereas over here most of the mainstream papers pretty much deny yeah climate change they rubbish it they belittle it yeah. most of the mainstream news channels like even like the impartial ones like the bbc yeah, well, and sky they try and stay too impartial so what they do is they go here's a here's an expert who's been studying the field for the last 20 years he's yeah. got a doctorate and a phd and here's some bloke off <laughs> you know reddit um <laughs> and they give him equal airtime. and the problem yeah, is people, people look at that and they go well the bbc or well, sky the biggest failing of the bbc <coughs> i think is the impartiality thing yeah it's, it's its biggest asset in some cases but people look at them and they go, well, yeah. the BBC are this big corporation or Sky are this big corporation. If they're giving equal time to both of them, then both must be as valid. Yeah, and Therefore, I can side with that and it's fine. Why do I know it's fine? Because the BBC are showing it and they wouldn't show it if it was too rubbish. Yeah. And I think Germany Which don't... Which is completely not the case. I the BBC think, put very little effort into choosing the quality of the... And I don't think Germany have side. that. So I think as, as a result, the population are more open to the they belief of climate change. So they're, more they're far more in support of climate change doing something about it country. whereas in this country we're very much against it as much as, you know, as much yeah as i think we def i think the problem in this country we're very much against anything that's going to inconvenience us in any yeah. way whatsoever so as much as we're concerned that the planet might so cease as long to as exist oh if that means i've as long got as to start recycling more as long as I've the papers attend this it's fine as more. and as long as the bbc and sky are giving valid airtime to people who are telling us it's fine yeah then it's fine Rather, yeah. we can ignore the actual ones that, are, that yeah. know what they're talking about and all the evidence and stuff. And I, mean, I don't think it's going to change. The, I, I think, think it's, it's only going to get worse. Think? No, I think it's definitely the media. Um, I mean, with the Germany stuff. Like another that, thing yeah. for them in Germany, they have a different uh, parliamentary electoral system, system and yeah. electoral system than we do. As we, is not good. We have uh, first past the post. Yeah. They have a more proportional representation. Um, because one of the things I saw, if we had proportional representation... Labour would be... It would almost always be a left-wing... 
Yes, and green, the green part in particular would go from having one seat to around 25. Yeah. So a huge increase, but that also means that you'd see, because they've got roughly the same amount of vote share as uh, Reform, they've got slightly more than Reform UK, isn't that Nigel's? Oh, is that his I, new lot? I can't keep up with him. Um, last I saw he was back in Novak. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, he definitely. Which can we just? Which be- I love getting onto an immigration deportation. Yeah, can we just? Can we just appreciate yeah. the irony of yeah. Nigel well, Farage? Well, he's changed man. He just man wants to reform things. A man who spent his career saying that government, our government, needs to take control of their borders, I'm, is mad at Australia for taking control I'm, of their borders. I imagine being Nigel Farage in that, like when Brexit gets done. Do you know what I mean? When it when it won, when he done it, when the deal signed, he must have just been a bit like. Uh, what's his face? Tyson Fury when he won his first world title, just depressed as fuck the next yeah, day. Like, what, just like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. What the fuck do I do now? And he's just he's found something. He's found his passion, and at the moment it's Novak Djokovic. Think, always, the, but the thing is, he failed on that because Djokovic is. is been that, I out. always think if if you also, say something, can we talk about that for a second? Because quite yeah. frankly, I think Australia have done exactly the exactly they set the a bad right press thing. Otherwise, I could have turned around and said because for those of you that don't know, prior to this recording, yeah. I actually. I was off for a little bit with COVID. I was yep. isolating for a little bit, and I can say to I could say to the Australian government, well, because currently I'm not allowed in. Yeah, I say this on, as a tourist, but I can turn around and say to them, well, I've actually had it recently. I'm also double vaxxed, which Novak isn't. So yep. I'm double vaxxed, and I've had it recently, so surely I, I can come in. Yeah, I'll book my flights this weekend, shall I, boys? Because yeah. I don't I, see a problem with I it. I thought it was just or, funny because you know, ladies, if anyone's ever watched Border Force. Australians don't fuck around, man. No, mate. You bring you in a seed. You ain't getting that banana you. through here, mate. No way. These seeds, you can't bring those in. <laughs> this hemp. <laughs> I mean, even if they bring in, like, this, this pack it's of the ham fish. you've got. What I can never understand is the Asian people, people and the, the seafood they're bringing through. You can't bring Very this through culture. here, mate. Very big culture. It's just, I love that show, by the way. I just want to throw it out there. It's a great watchable, put it on in the it's, background. The Australians have an amazing accent because... Their border force agents are some of the strictest fuckers on the but planet. But they're chill. The but Australians you can't take come across them as chill. Like, this bloke smuggled in, I don't know how much cocaine. And I was like, well, wowza, mate. You know, you brought in a lot That's of the gear. Thing. The Australians are so chill. Like, you think of it being in America, they're like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm actually going to get away with this before he's getting thrown in jail like, and like, you know, butt raped. The Americans are like, wireless hole. Oh, they're cocaine. That is a bust, boy. And the Australians <laughs> are like, That's ah, a lot of coke, mate. Yeah. Can't bring that in. No. <laughs> You didn't sign the correct form. You're going to have to stop you there, bud. (laughs) I love the Australian accent. It's so chill and I fucking love it. Yeah. I like a bit of South African as well. What's South Africa, yeah? (laughs) Oscar Pistorius. I know we don't mention him, though. (laughs) Not since Riva. No, we don't don't go there, bro. Yours is really good. Try and say the word synergy in that accent. It's impossible. (laughs) Synergy. Yeah, that is fine. I come out Irish when I do it. Synergy. <laughs> I love synergy. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, I can't even remember. What Our we're accent courses about, are available for uh, nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> oh we do walk goodness you gracious it. me! <laughs> and we do cover all races. How yeah. uh, <laughs> We're not afraid to go there. No, we absolutely offer, we, offer, not. we offer our regular courses and our Jimmy Carr courses, yeah. both fully available. And we're going to segue back to some stats to avoid. Uh, go a back to the stats, yeah. <laughs> Get better the stats, yeah. Me with their numbers, uh, right? If there was an election tomorrow, yeah, this is sort of the percentages, roughly they reckon people would get. Now, this was just on YouGov, so if and I just say, before heard you go back, stats. then while we're back on the topic, while <laughs> yeah. we're back online, that's the other problem is that <clears throat> currently in the UK, mm. the left 
really do have three parties. And I know yes. it's there's obviously most go to Labour, but then Labour Dems do pick up quite a few, and the Greens are picking up more and more. As well, the, the other thing on. the Greens have suffered from is most of their voters do tactically vote. Yeah. So what they get is a very disproportionate view of their level of yeah. support. Whereas the Conservatives are pretty much the only representation well, on the I, right. I haven't written these stats down, but there were stats that showing it was 40% of Labour voters would between 7 and 10, with uh, 0 being completely unlikely to vote for them and 10 being very likely to vote for them for the Green Party, 40% of Labour voters said between <coughs> 7 and 10 would they vote, would vote. Yeah, for no, the Greens. If, Same for um, uh, the Lib Dems, it was about 38 If we had proportional voting, I'd probably vote Green. Yeah, I think I, I, I would as well. I think at the moment I'd like to get Labour in power, so I'd more likely vote... I just want Boris out. I want yeah. not Boris, the, this Tory government out. Yeah, so yeah. I would very likely vote Labour because just in a tactical sense... In the current electoral setup. Yeah, yeah. Vote them. But if yeah, if we had a more proportional system, yeah, then yeah, I'd, vote green. I'd very likely vote Green. Um, yeah, sorry, back to your numbers, bro. Oh, no, no, that's that's it. Sorry, fine. yeah, that was it. Um, so if there was an election tomorrow, what sort of percentage do you think the Greens are going to get? Probably only about 8% or something. Oh, you nailed that. It's 8%. Yeah, boy. So how much do you think uh, Reform UK, if we think it's Nigel's lot? Well, you said they're about the same, aren't they? But I think a little bit less. I think 7%. You were close. It's 6 I was going to say six off. Talk myself. What out about this? Is uh, like me doing my super Clyde six at football on the weekend. I for our Welsh listeners, that was not Clyde Cymru. The light oh. of a million candles. Well, you think our Welsh voters are going to vote quite well? I think, like, I think they're going to vote. Uh, <laughs> You're very good at accents. I didn't know this about you. Aye, well, it's all talent, isn't there? <laughs> Um, it's you're always Christopher Walken on, You always focused on my body You never focus on me as a person <laughs> That's very true I did always focus on your body um, uh, Your poor little bum Clyde Cymru I, I think Are we just talking about Welsh votes Like people who are eligible to vote for them Yeah um, I think they're probably going to be quite, I think they're about 45% I think quite high No no it's not in Wales This is across, oh, across the, the UK. UK Oh in which case I think they're probably going to be higher than that I think they must be about 13% Wow It's 1% 1 1% wow. SMP. That's got to be about 13, 14%, isn't it? Five. Five? Five percent. I suppose there are just more constituencies in England than there are in yeah, Wales absolutely. or England. that's what it is. They're I never realised there was that, that disproportionate. That yeah, that tells you how much it's watered down. Uh, and then Lib Dems? I mean, they are so irrelevant. If there was a vote today, tomorrow, well, I think, I remember hearing they would get the, the, if it vote, they'd, they'd get about... Thirty seats or so, so I guess that puts them at about five percent as well. Not far off; it's seven. Yeah, seven percent. Now, Labour. Labour. Oh, if there was a vote tomorrow, fifty-seven mm-hmm. percent of people don't think they're ready. Mm. Um. So, how much have we written off? We've written off about twenty percent here, haven't we? Fifteen, twenty percent. Fifteen, seventeen, twenty-one, twenty-eight percent. So there's about there's about seventy percent left to left to split. Yeah. So I think Labour would get about. About half, I reckon about 32%. We get 35. Oh, should have gone up. And the Conservatives get 36. Yeah, I knew it would be more. Um, So the thing is, in that situation, we'd end up with a, I'd imagine, either a hung parliament or if Labour... A hung parliament, but I think in this current, in that setup, sort of favours... Or would it be a small... Is that what the hung parliament is, a small majority? But I think in that... In that situation, then, it sort of favours the left 
Yeah, because, because Labour be- can call on Lib Dem. Whereas and agree, Conservatives and, and have no Lib one. Lib Dem to be able to make a pact. Although the, other, the only part that's not in there, I've just realised, is the Northern Irish lot, the one that the they're DUP, allied, the one the that DUP. they actually do have yeah, an yeah, allyship yeah. with. Um, but I'm guessing right. by these numbers, they're basically irrelevant. Um, but I do think the only party the on Conservatives 35%. would have any chance with that they'd have to promise an independence vote would be the SNP. I could see the SNP bending over and... But see, it would make more sense based on the numbers, if those numbers actually translate into seats, mm. it would make more sense to make a deal with um, Lib Dems. It would have to be, yeah. To get them over the line. Yeah, absolutely. To push them up to the 42% mark or whatever And then maybe if they were desperate, the SNP after that. Cut um, them in in some way. Yeah, and I could see Sakir being open to an independent Oh, Keirwood, Keirwood. Um, but yeah, so that's all my stats. That's all my stats. That's all those my are some good stats. I like those stats, bro. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a chance. A round Go of applause. That's not on. Oh, is that a round of applause? No. <laughs> Spooky music. I reckon. And for use of the correct button. Thank you. Thank you You're very, very much. Welcome. I You're feel very, very honoured. Uh, the other issue, uh, just going back, because I just don't want to waste my time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I just going can't back to the uh, German Greens, the other thing they were saying is the German Greens aren't as far left on climate change as our Greens are. I think our so Greens like, for are example, kind of... I didn't realise what our Greens would like to do was they obviously want to scrap Trident mm. um, and they would put all of the nuclear side of it and eco side of it all under one new branch of government so they'd have a new cabinet position for it yeah i, th- I think our, i think our left our greens are quite quite left yeah. sort of to counter the damage of the right i think it's sort so. of like a proportional thing i think but if the right at the moment were more central than they are the Greens wouldn't have to be as left. I think they'd sort of find themselves... Yeah, I think... I mean, I might be wrong. I think that's fair, but I think the problem is if you then go too far left, that puts off the people on the right that aren't bad people that do believe in decent things, but... Yeah. You know. But no, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's what I've got, bro. I mean, that's that's all I've got. Like I said, I only made, I only made two notes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't make massive notes, and to be honest, we blew through most of my notes. Yeah. I'd say within the t- first ten minutes, we you just the things we covered immediately <coughs> just covered. Yeah, we ca- there was I a few things that we just had to kick, tick off. Yeah, I think so. Is there anything else going on at the moment in the world? Um, well, there was that. There was that the Chinese spy scandal. Oh, I actually don't know about this. Apparently, there was a Chinese spy, a, a big donor to the Labour Party, oh, supposedly getting trying to get secrets out of government. So the thing is, the Chinese own everyone. Every anyway, what are we worried about the Chinese for? It's going to come to you. I realise they were all going to be speaking Cantonese. I realise they were linked to the Labour thing, but like, it's pretty pointless having a spy for a government that leak every major decision to the press anyway. (laughs) Kind of, it kind of defeats the point when the papers are going to tell you what's coming up. Yeah, do you think the Labour government would do that as much though? God no, no. And the biggest reason being that there aren't as many spouses in. There are some. Yeah. But there aren't as many spouses that are editors <laughs> and yeah, I love how high um, up journalists at how papers. How poorly they try to hide it. Yeah, it's shocking, I mean? isn't it? When it's, it's when it's only leaked to one person and you're just like, yeah, all right. No worries. We know who that came it's from. That, it's that Tory thing. They're like, well, it wasn't me. Yeah. That, no, yeah. it wasn't me. <clears throat> Can I just also say, because we haven't mentioned the one thing that I think we should have mentioned. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, whether this podcast covers everything adequately or not, I think is a matter <laughs> for Sue Gray. 
who will do an inquiry yeah, into this I, podcast. I, I decline to speak on that subject until we until see the findings Sue of Sue, Gr- Sue Gray's uh, investigation. How weird must it be for her? A week ago, no one had heard of her, and now she's yeah. probably the most mentioned name yeah. in the well, in the country anyway, like on, yeah. online, Although, in the papers, but in text. Yeah, but it's not like people you don't think people are going to stop her in the street going, "Oh my God, Sue!" <laughs> they're going to do the announcement like Sue. <laughs> I want that to be a thing. I want yeah. that to be a thing. Please, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you see Sue Gray on the I street, keep meaning to say to just my mum, whenever her. she watches Man United, to be like, how does it feel to have 75,000 people shout your name? That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah. Sue. I'm pretty good at those. Not scoring at the moment, not playing at the moment. How does it feel to have Ronaldo obsessed with you? That's for Ashley Jones to, do, to, to tell us about and to cover in another episode. Yeah, we need to do a football episode but, so. um yeah, listen, I think we had to, we couldn't do this episode not mention too great. Also really important to mention that actually her inquiry is to establish facts. It's not to make any recommendations no, to the either f- the government as a reform thing no. or to the police to investigate. No. It is literally just to establish facts. Yeah, and also yeah. the government haven't actually committed to releasing the whole thing. No, and Boris, just I think, has been it. very clever in upplaying and overplaying and overselling her role. Yeah. And what she can do and her importance. Yeah, yeah, Because it's actually not meaning to mug off Sue Gray. <laughs> she's not all that important in what she's no, doing. No, she's just a civil servant. But Boris has properly bigged her up in yeah. this. And so it's kind of like, it's clever. It diverts the attention to someone that can't do anything. No, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Right, so guys, you've got to let us know what you think about what we've been talking about, how you feel. And please remember um, that you can't, you know, we are waiting for the Sue Gray inquiry before you, we talk about some stuff. So we... You know, if you want to ask us some questions, we can't necessarily answer them. No, until not until Sue we've Gray had the answers. Releases back. her inquiry. Um, also, we would love to do a. There's a new segment we've sort of had the idea of, uh, but we'd love some sort of like agony art questions from you. Not necessarily agony art questions, but we well, want to help you out. We want to offer ask you us some, something some like, "Do you stand or sit when you wipe?" That sort of thing. Anything, anything that's going to get us talking. Anything. We want got a bit more. On. We want a bit more listener interaction. Yeah, and uh, so you can ask us a question. It can be like, 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 like Andrew said. It yeah. can be personal. It can be yeah. a, a bit agony. Aren't you? I need help. It or it can like just be I'm a dumb thoughts about <coughs> sleeping with men. Um, and yeah, which if you're a stab dude, absolutely fine. The helmets, you know, that, that that's just an example off the top. Perfect, yeah, top I mean, not that any of us have experienced um, that here. Greasy men in saunas, you know, it could be anything, anything. Yeah, I mean, you've got to stop going through my diary, though, bro. <laughs> you've got to stop reading it out on air. <laughs> I know it's weird. It's got your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got my name on it. It's sorry, got your name on it. Um, it's not where yeah. people write their but, crushes uh, on there. Guys, uh, you can write into us at Twitter at Swords Crossing, on Facebook at Crossing Swords, on Google at uh, Crossing Swords One Nine at Gmail dot com, and on Insta Crossing Swords underscore Podcast. Yes, and um, we just any it can be anything dumb. Also, we don't mind. I'd just like to mention something on the podcast. I don't know if we have yet. Um, we might, if we have, I apologise. Oh, it's going to be a great um, one. But I love the fact we get tagged in stuff from the Crossing Swords team. The Kids TV yes, show, yes, the, the the cartoon, yeah, yeah, and there's an actress that as soon as I looked up what she'd been, Tara Strong, Jake wasn't it? was going to know who she, who she was, yeah, Tara Strong, and great basically voice like actor. the cast keep great tagging, voice actor. Uh, crossing swords, the Facebook page in their posts about the TV show they're in, and it links to our Facebook page where the banner reads, the pod where touching tips isn't frowned upon, <laughs> and I just love the fact that there's parents and children clicking on, <laughs> and uh, we act. We I sort of found one a little bit as well because Tara Strong, I was like, 
Holy fucking shit. I was like, do you know yeah. how many voices she's done? I was yeah, like, yeah. This, is, this is incredible. Yeah, and she's tagging us in it. Huge mistake, but yeah. I don't care. And then I just responded on the uh, Crossing Swords uh, Facebook page and said, uh, we're big fans of your show too. Thank you for the tag. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I am a big fan of Tara Strong. But yeah, talk to us on Twitter. We're funny guys. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, they know that. Yeah. They listen. Life is like a box of chocolates. Never know what you're going to get. Yeah, except life's Nothing, also like a box I've of chocolates. Yeah, we've eaten them all. Yeah, it's a very stacked system. Yeah. By the time you get offered the box, I can never find the there. chocolates around Jake's house. So thank God we've moved. I told you, ring the bell. The butler will bring them. <laughs> I don't know why you keep going <laughs> to do it butler? yourself. It's the one that doesn't like well, whichever me. one's closer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. <laughs>